I have not. Um, now I'll go to a lounge. Okay. But as far as like a club, 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 like I have this thing where you know you in a club and people dance. The floor is sticky. People dancing on you. The exchange of bodily fluids. It's just, it's a lot, and I just mm, yeah, I just well, wasn't your cup of tea. Nah, and. I always had this fear that when God came back, the last thing I wanted him to see me doing was in a club backing that ass up. Okay. Like, you know, bent over in, in the moment. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, that's you? My bad. I didn't want to be in the midst of that. I didn't want him to catch me. So you'd rather do it in the house than out in public. I feel you. It's, um, it's a... Uh, you know, just one of those things that happens, you know. Is he finished or is he done with that statement? Am I finished or am I done? Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with that statement, so I'm like, oh, you rather do it now. No, I just, so my biggest thing I like was Friday when they used to have the whole um, thing at the sculpture garden. Okay. I love that they had that on Fridays. I don't know if they're going to bring that back. Jazz in the park or Jazz in the garden. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I also liked um, when they had when they opened up. What was it? Um, what's the place on on U Street? It was like the after hours spot. You ain't talking about. I, I, I want to say the, park, but it's nasty, not park. Um, it's not nasty, but it ain't. It's not the best chili. You know, I've, I've had that. You talking but about Ben's ben? after dark or Ben? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sunset whatever it's called, that was nice when they had that afterwards because the, the bar scene in there was nice. So I would, you know, go in there and sit and watch the game sometime. And I would just roll in it by myself. Like, I wasn't even with nobody. I would just go sit at the bar and eat and watch the game or whatever. Um, I like doing that. Um, I like going to the Arlington Draft House, the the, the one in, um, it's in Arlington. A lot of comedy shows, I would go there. Um, they always had something going on there too. The food was good too. Food was really good there. Um, and what else? Yeah, I didn't. And even when I was at Howard, like, yeah, <laughs> too many people got robbed. That's why. Okay. Was, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot going on. So I was like, I tried not to be outside. And then I got really mad because before I came here. I moved out of my apartment. I lived in Pentagon City before I moved here. They were building the new Amazon building right behind my complex. Okay. You know where Pentagon City Mall is? Yeah. Um, Those apartments that were built right across the street, that's where I lived. And right behind that was where they were doing the construction. And um, they were literally about to raise the rent like $300. I said, so, that was kind of like another push for me to move to. I was like, nah, I ain't doing this. Okay. So you went from Pentagon City um, <laughs> to uh, high-ass New York. And Honestly, the rent is about the same. Really? Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not too different. And truth be told, the taxes in... DC are higher than here. They're, it's not by much, it's like 0.05% more mm-hmm. um, on the taxes, but it's actually higher, slightly higher in DC than it is here. So the cost of living honestly is, is not that much different. It really isn't. It's about the same. Um, now it's gonna be different. It depends on where you live though. It's a difference in whether you want to live in the city center in D.C. or you want to live in Hyattsville. So it's like moving here to New York, there's a difference in cost if you're living in the city, you know, what they call Manhattan or the city versus living in, you know, Brooklyn Brooklyn, or living in Queens or living in the Bronx. So it's about the, the same when you look at it as far as, you know, cost effectiveness and everything. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm paying about the same. Only thing that's higher is this 
electricity. <laughs> it's funny you say Hyattsville. I'm actually in Hyattsville. <laughs> really? I used to live, when I was at Howard, I lived in Hyattsville. I lived in Hyattsville, right over there by the, well, the, the old, the old name was, um, with uh, Prince George's Mall, but now it's like the mall at Prince George's. It's all fancy now. PG we call it PG Plaza. Yeah. That's what we call it. We call it PG Plaza back then. Yeah. Now it's the mall at Prince George's. Listen, it's still PG Plaza because when I lived over there, that's what it was. And it was wonderful. Back in the day, when I was a kid, um, it was more of a strip mall and in the center, like where the target is now, mm-hmm. um, that that because it didn't extend all the way down past the food court, but it used to be okay. open. Okay, it, it was no roof. So, like when it first was made, that's how I remember it as a kid. And as I got older, they enclosed it and stretched it out and re- renovated it. But yeah. PG painted it and they did all they did the whole facade outside. I'm like, listen, you still got, you know, niggas working up in there. They still, <laughs> I still walk up in there and I'm like, can I get the phone on the low <laughs> type of deal? It's like, it's the same type of dealings going on in PG Plaza. Y'all call it what y'all want to, but we would I would go there, you know. I would go to the movies across the street, you know, the movie theater, the AMC that's there now, mm-hmm. come back, get my groceries, and then go home. But yeah, that was when um they had they had not torn down those apartments on the other side of JC Penney's yet. They were in the process of tearing them down. Okay. Um, I forgot what it was called. Uh, but you, know, you know what I'm talking about. They kind of look like the projects a little bit. It ain't no kinda. It, that's okay. It was the project. It was, Bill, I, I was Bill Crest Towers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it look, you know. <laughs> it was, I, I got into some trouble over there, so I'm. I'm, I'm pretty well sure aware. you did. It looked like a lot of people got into some trouble over there, but I stayed over there, so I, I know. Yeah, my my parents were worried. I was like, listen, I'm 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 in college. There's really no place else that I could stay affordably and I was renting a room I wasn't even like I didn't have my own place like I was renting a room and was still paying like 650 for a room um there while I was going to Howard but it was the only place that was affordable that was decent that was close to the train Mm -hmm. so I could take it down so and even then it was like when you had to go through you take it down to the um Howard U stop and then you have to walk all the way through Baghdad and the, all the hair salons and everything, even to get to the campus. And I'm just like, and that McDonald's, a, that McDonald's across the street from Howard University, uh-huh. it was raggedy and ghetto as it was back then. That is a landmark. You that know, McDonald's? people make memes out of that place. You know, when, when back in the day, when I consider the good old days, Whenever they would have uh, U Street, a uh, Unifest, or Georgia, not jo- yeah, Georgia Avenue Day, that was like the center point for all the functions. Like if you did your research, you would see a lot of videos, especially uh, you know, WKYS and WPGC. Mm-hmm. You know when they when they rallied for the events, HU Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? That was like the center point or the epicenter for where the party started or ended. Now, minus all the nefarious activities that happened once, you know, the police and stuff left, I can't really <laughs> speak on. But I can say that it, it's a landmark, and I had some blackout moments there. And that that McDonald's has seen so much. <laughs> but it's a stable in the community. Well, it's, it's bad, bad enough, you know. It's I mean, not it, black restaurants up the street, you know, Sankofa and all that. That's right there. No, it's the McDonald's that's on the corner that you could buy anything, literally anything out of. I was like, is that, it's the worst place to even like to go to. But I ain't gonna lie. I've had, I had many dates there. Listen, we can talk over McFlurry anytime at the McDonald's. That's, that's what I went there for. We had talks over McFlurry. 
because I loved uh, Oreo McFlurry. <laughs> that was my thing. I, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So I, I've never <laughs> taken anybody to McDonald's for any type of meal that I was dating. That's just that's just me. I dated I dated women in college, and even though I wasn't in college. And still, McDonald's never came up as a place to spend our time. I'm just, I don't know. I don't want to. My spend. suggestion, if that helps, it, it, it was my suggestion. Okay. If that helps. Uh, that's that's the Florida, I guess. I don't, I don't know. E- either way, no, it was it was the budget, I guess, because I knew that most of the people over there were just as broke as I was. We're all real college students, so I'm like, I'm not going to expect this young man to take me somewhere else that I know neither one of us can afford. So we can sit here. We don't even have to sit inside. We can get our food and just sit in the car, chill and talk and, you know, it's to the radio and that's it. And that was cool. Okay. That was about, that was literally about it. You know, the other like dates that I had were like study dates, like, you know, cause we were both, um, the guy I was dating at the time we, we're both at the dental school um, and we were just trying to, you know, it was literally like a study date. Like we both had stuff that we needed to do. We were just trying to do stuff and that was it. You had, your, you both had your priorities in check though. So, yes, know. exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a way you can spend time with someone, but also get your work done. And then you can ask each other about different information and stuff like that as it pertains to your course of studies um, and your scope of practice and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's all you had at the time. I wasn't expecting to be rich at that point in my life. I, I don't ever expect to be rich. I just, um, I don't do what I do for money, if that makes sense. I understand. Even though you can make a good living, I, but I don't do it for the money. I heard private practice is one of the things that help people reach that goal if that's what they want yeah but it also comes with a lot of headache um and it depends on which private practice you have some who specialize in ortho you know braces you have perio which is bone uh, bone loss you have um oral surgery you know which deals with the uh just pretty much extraction of teeth if there's any bone or implants or things like that. Um, The best one actually is kids or pediatric dentistry because the overhead is low and it does not take long to work on kids because nobody wants to work on the child for too long. Including you? (laughs) Listen, this little kid, I kid you not, he came to the office yesterday, he was in the Bronx, and he told on his mother, he was like, we don't have toothpaste at home. I was like, oh. <laughs> this little boy sat in the chair. This little boy, this little boy was like, when I can't get out, there's nothing else squeezes. Nothing squeezes out. We don't have no, I have no paste. I was like, y'all ain't got no toothpaste at home. And it's like, you know, it's sad. But it's just like, I was, and this child was just so unruly. He was like, it hurts. I was like, dude, I just need to count your teeth. I'm not, it hurts. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing to your son at home, but you know, a lot of that is indicative of your parental experience. I'm I'm not trying to say nothing about nobody and their parenting skills, but if your child come in here acting like that, then... It says a lot about what you're doing at home or not doing at home in this case. So to everybody listening, get your children straight before you bring them in. <laughs> I will talk about you. I will. I will say, I will. After you leave, I'll be like, listen. And, and she she might do it on my podcast next time we, we speak. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He was like, you know, but in certain instances, you know, you can... I'm not saying that I have, but you can call CPS. If you have children, kind of like at the hospital, 
If you have children come in who have literally rampant decay, meaning every tooth has a cavity, everything is broken off, like that's considered in some aspects neglect. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, child protective services can be called for that. You're like, oh, it's just a mouth. No, you literally let your child sit there and eat candy all day. You do not brush their teeth. Like, I don't, are you not at home with them? Because then it makes me question everything else that you're doing. Like, why does your child's mouth look like this? Why are literally all of their teeth black? Now, there have been instances where here in Manhattan, we've had patients who've adopted children from other countries who come here with those issues. That's different because they've adopted children from like Ethiopia or other African countries who come from areas where they have no dental care no dental treatment at all, even like South America and places like that. They come here like that. We, we don't say anything about that, but we do the best that we can to treat them. But yeah, there are instances where I've seen children come in and their teeth are, they're black or either, yeah, you don't, you ain't seen a toothbrush since the day you came out the womb. So- I've seen adults like that too. They come in, they act like they, they ain't seen a toothbrush in a month of Sundays. Mm. I, I, I got a I got a couple friends, I don't say <laughs> friends, people I know like that, but I'm not going to. Don't tell on yourself. No, nah, I, I, I ain't talking about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let me ask you this. If if you could do anything else professionally, what what would you do? OnlyFans. Oh, you serious? <laughs> oh, okay. For teeth. Okay. Not for toes. I've seen that done before. But for teeth, I would tell people how to brush their teeth. Okay. So, OnlyFans for teeth. Only teeth. Yeah. Okay. Only teeth. That's that's. I'm just joking, by the way. But that is that has crossed my mind on nights where I'm like, man, you know. You know, it's so easy <laughs> to tell on yourself without <laughs> knowing that you get caught off guard, and then you can bounce back depending on how quick witted you are. And you know, I'm gonna leave that alone. But I. I got you. <laughs> but not, but for, for, for real, real talk. Um, I honestly can't see myself doing anything else. Okay. I, I can't. I'm very, very happy. Um, what my future goals are to open up a, uh, uh, I would definitely like to open up a clinic in impoverished communities. Um, and work more with the community as far as providing better food and better oral. I'm sorry. You all right? You okay? What's what's the matter? <laughs> I'm looking at this little mic you have. Oh, my microphone. It's a mic. Yeah, yeah, it's a mic. <laughs> are you are, or, or are you pulling it to here? <laughs> I saw the episode where he's done that. <laughs> That's why I was like, so is that a pin? <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a microphone, a miniature microphone on a stand. Oh, okay. I was like, is this maybe But no, like I wanna I like to give back to the community. Like that's you know, both my parents were really big in community efforts. Um my dad was a retired teacher. He taught in the juvenile justice system in the jails down in Florida. Um, and so, and he's taught teenage pregnant mothers the, the worst of the worst that schools had given up on. Like he's done that. My, my mother now, she retired. She started her business where um, she's a case manager for adults with disabilities, mostly mental disabilities. Um, so giving back to those less fortunate has always been something that my family has done. So it's it's only, you know, me, myself, that is now like, okay, now that I'm on this side, 
I really want to give back to the community as far as healthcare, as far as dental care is concerned. The biggest issue in not only New York, but even in DC that I noticed was that, okay, we have dental clinics set up. However, they're in areas where the resources are very limited. And so we talk about, you know, healthcare in general, the mouth is like the doorway to the body. So we want you to brush your teeth, but we also want you to eat good things too. But if you're in located in a food desert where the closest thing you have is a McDonald's, but you want people to eat better. You want people to live better lives, but you're not giving them the resources to do so. So having, you know, open door markets available for people to come and get healthy food, not processed food, but fruits and vegetables and things like that, that they can purchase at a decent price. You know, the the guy at who's like the C, CEO or the owner of like Whole Foods was like, well, if people ate better, then they wouldn't get sick and they wouldn't need the vaccine and all this. I'm like, but you're somebody who owns Whole Foods. And second of all, everybody can't afford Whole Foods. And so you're speaking from a place of privilege, Mr. CEO, sir, you know, whatever. So being able to provide those whole food quality products, but in an area where it's not easily accessible. Being able to do that will definitely help those communities a lot more. So combining those efforts into one area, one space is something that I really, really, really want to do. Like, I want this, this stigma of just the Black community doesn't deserve this or they're not deserving of these things such as others. Like, I want that to be done away with, right? We're just as worthy of a Whole Foods in our area. Like, I live in Brooklyn, but even the closest Whole Foods is like, you know, it's in downtown Brooklyn by the Barclays Stadium, which is maybe like five, six miles away. It doesn't sound that far, but you try taking the two train <laughs> up and see how, how long it takes you to get over to the, to the Barclays Center. Um, and people don't want to drive, you know, go back on the train back and forth with like food. So we can't, half of us can't even afford it. I went in there and spent $50 and bought two things. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no reason. So I, we have, we do have a food co-op here in the Brooklyn community where, you know, they have fruits and vegetables, but half the time we don't know. I mean, it's mostly locally sourced foods and stuff. But everybody goes up in there and they could be breathing and stuff. So, you know, I'd be kind of scarce. <laughs> I won't lie. I will not lie. I order my stuff on Amazon Prime and I get it delivered once a week. Don't judge me. But I haven't been in a grocery store in a hot minute. I'm scared. People be breathing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Target, the, there's a Target right here on Flatbush. It's like the only one in this area. Mm-hmm. When they first opened up and they were letting people, they only let so many people in. This line, there was a line wrapped around the Target, like people waiting to get in because they was only letting so many people in. Like you literally had half of Brooklyn going to this one Target. It's like in the middle, like in Flatbush area. And the closest Walmart is like all the way in Long Island. I'm just like, we don't have enough here in this area for the people in this area. Like Target is probably like the only place besides going to, you know, we got C-Town, but C-Town is like fruit on crack, you know? It's just, I, it's, yeah. It's, I, it's a grocery store, but it's, it's suspect. I wouldn't buy nothing out of there. <laughs> I never understood why people uh, treat, you know, Target like it's the Chick-fil-A of stores, you know? It's for all everything. But, I mean, it's it's red. It has popcorn in the front of it. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't I really... I like popcorn. I, I, I enjoy popcorn, too, you know? You gotta season it. That's what you need to do. Get your popcorn, um... My cousin, she has a good recipe for it. She ain't gave it to me yet. <laughs> My friend. But she does like a seasoning and like you put it in a bag and shake it up. Yo, it is fire. 
I think it's like, what is it? Something that's good. It's like lemon pepper. That's what it is. It's lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. Um, yes. I know it's very niggerish. Don't judge me. But <laughs> it's so good. But I've been trying to do my own. So now I do like, I make my popcorn and I put honey. I sprinkle some honey in there. Mm-hmm. And then you do a little lemon pepper, a little smoke sauce. And like I season it myself. And it comes out really good. I've, I've gotten rave reviews about my seasoned popcorn. Okay. I don't want to give up the recipe. Okay. Well, if you ever decide to uh, start selling that, I'll take a bag and try it out, and I'll give you an honest review via YouTube. You know, I only sell dime bags. Wink, wink, nudge. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm a, I'm a licensed healthcare professional. I, I don't sell dime bags. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> h- how are you spending your free time these days? Honestly, I work out if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a new thing. Actually, when when I was at when I was an undergrad at Oakwood, I was uh I'm five two by the way. I was a smooth one sixty. I was 160 pounds. I was overweight and I had to lose weight to join the Navy. Okay. Like I was overweight. So I lost just enough weight. My mom put me on Weight Watchers and like everything like to lose weight. I lost just enough weight to join after the second time, the second weigh-in. The first time I went in, I was still too much. Second time I did my weigh-in, I made it and I was able to to join. That's always been an issue. Like my family from Florida, South chicken wings, collard greens, you know, South cornbread. So yes, but um, ever since then, like, and I've had my ups and downs with weight and stuff like that, but I've been on this this health journey ever since. Like I started noticing just, I used to go running all the time down at Prospect Park, but I'm almost 40 and my knees, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started, there's this um, website called Fitness Blender. Just look it up. It's a husband and wife. They're like the best one out there. Most of their videos, I say 99.9% of their videos are free. Okay. Um, and they're really good. And they range from like, they have like five different levels. Like one being like the lowest and then five being like, you know, you really blinks up in this piece. So it's it's really good. And they do, it's husband and wife. And um, they, you know, they always do an easy version and a hard version during the workouts. They show you how much time. And it's mostly like a hit routine. So for me, I don't get bored, you know, doing it. It's like 20 seconds, you're doing push-ups. Then you rest for 10 seconds. Next 20 seconds, you're doing jumping jacks. Like, you do that back and forth. And I noticed a change. Um, I was eating better. Um I start, you know, being on quarantine, you just listen, I all kind of recipes on Pinterest. Like cooking for myself, like that's something that, you know, I wasn't doing before. I used to seriously, I used to buy lean cuisine. I know it's probably the worst. And I don't people gonna laugh at me and say what they want to say, but I was like, I thought I was trying to be healthy. Ooh, I'm counting calories. <laughs> but it's now I do salmon and Every now and then, like, I eat what I want to eat, but, you know, I don't deprive myself of things. Like, if I want chocolate, I eat it, you know. It's not every day, but, you know, I think that's what I was doing before. Like, I was, like, gorging myself on stuff. Like, oh, my gosh, it's been a week since I had chocolate. I'd get, like, 10 Snickers and just be, like, (sighs) and it was, like, crazy straight to the hair. It was, like, but, um. Yeah, so that's what I do for the most part when I'm not at work. You know, I get up in the morning, every morning at 5.30. Yes, 5.30. I get up, work out for about an hour, usually about an hour, 20 minutes I work out. And I get ready for work and then come home. But in my free time, I watch YouTube videos. (laughs) 
So like I did that this morning, I woke up, which ones did I listen to? I watched this morning. Um, I caught up on the most recent, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do need to catch up on my law and order and behind two episodes. So my auntie that's uh, 82 years old from Yonkers, she watch, she religiously watches law and order. Like me and her, we get it. Like. I don't know any other 82-year-old out there sitting there watching sex crimes. But she's cool like that. So we we actually talk about the episodes we watch. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't... Other than that, um, cook. Um, I don't really go out too much. I keep my social area like only two people have ever been in my home. And both of them I see on a regular basis. And one of them is like my cousin. Um, another one is a friend. That's all I'm going to say. I understand. <laughs> but they're both, you know, one's in, um, uh, one's in the healthcare. So I know for sure, like, they get tested. And the other one is government. So I know they get tested um, regularly. So, um so those are the only two individuals who, on a regular basis, um, come. But I, I know their background, so they're both healthcare. So I know they get tested regularly. Um, I go to the corner store, like what I'm going to do after we done, and have some libations. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, one of my best friends. Um, she's from Brooklyn born and raised but we met in florida so um i know her because we went to school down in florida together like literally i've known her since the ninth grade so i'm going and she just happens to live around the corner over by brooklyn college so we're gonna meet up after this and and have some girl talk okay and talk about how terrible y'all men are now the world would be better without you. I'm just joking, just joking. I, I was about to say, I, I would love to be in on that conversation. Listen, you could be a fly on that wall. I mean, listen, quarantine has brought us a lot. And what it hasn't brought has been dating. So, Hey, virtual high five. Yeah, because <laughs> not only the slim pickings out here, what you do have to pick from is like, it's like you you at the bottom of the barrel, but then you open up the barrel and just, it's like, it's not even. And then the ones that are there, they just. I understand. I understand. Um, I mean, I, I always say this, that stupidity is about as common in occurrence as COVID is, and I'm not saying people are stupid, it's just, I expect more out of my people, and I see now why, you know, black women hate white men. I, I, see, I see a little bit of that now. I see we, a little bit of that. We're we, we going to have to talk. We're going to have to talk. I'm, listen, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going out there and I'm doing that. All I'm saying is, as black men, like, if you, if you, if you want to be chose, you need to act accordingly. If you, I, you're trying to get chose, if you're trying to get flued out, you need to, <laughs> you need, I, you need to act accordingly, sir. As, as long, me personally, as long as you are cool and not crazy or, you know, uh, unkept, I would say, and then it's all cool. Other people have... You all the same color in the dark. Exactly. So, uh, five two, you say? Five two. I'm you at got... I'm at one twenty eight now. I, I, I was I, I I would never bring up your weight. Well, I, I don't care because I'm happy. I I rejoice in my progress because it's taken me a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and people are like, oh, you know, that's you know, one sixty. That what man? You was you know thicker than a snicker. No, nah, not really. I mean, if your clothes don't fit right, like on somebody that short to have that much like weight, no matter where it is, 
for one, it doesn't, it's, it's heavy on such a small, on a short person. So it, it was just a lot, it was a lot for me. And my bones may now still have irreparable damage done to them because of it. So, I mean, you, you, you try to do healthy things the right way for a reason. So that's, that's why. But when I go around here to get my libations, I will be ordering their beans. And it's like a nacho dip mm-hmm. with all of the fixings. <laughs> with all of the fixings. So yeah, about to this, um, I just my main thing as far as like with the whole dating aspect, the issue that I've had is that honesty. Like for some reason, like you know, when you go into a situation, it's like some people feel and you may have people who disagree with me is just like at this age it depends on the age too mm-hmm. me thinking the way i think at someone who's approaching 40 may be different than someone who's like in their their 20s or even someone in their 60s 70s and 80s you know i just don't want the bs like okay if you if you and i go on a date or you know at, usually after the third or fourth date what what is it? What what we doing? We gonna like um, what is it that we doing? Like I'm not saying we headed towards marriage, but it's like I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time either. If you don't see this going anywhere past the fourth or fifth date, we can be friends. I don't mind. Like I can always use resources. You know, you need you need your teeth clean. I got you. You know, you can help me out. Like like you know, you don't want to don't burn your bridges. In other words. Do not burn your bridges. Um, however, I just don't like to waste your time and I don't want you to waste mine. So if you don't see it going in, and then like guys will just be like, oh, well, you know, why are you moving? So I was like, no, I'm just being straight up with you. Me asking you what the dealio is, it's not me trying to move fast. I just don't want to waste your time. If that's not what you're looking for, then that's not what you're looking for. That's cool with me. I'm good. Thank you for letting me know. Because now I can go do what I want to do. But people feel as though if you being straight up and honest and asking what it is that you want, like something's wrong with that. I'm like, no, I'm just asking, nigga, what you want? Like, what, what you trying to do? Now, you tell me, is there something wrong with that? No. Uh, uh, boys get intimidated by ah, the questions. Boy. You know, so <laughs> if, you, if you ask someone like me that question, um, my response will come out just as fluid as your question. And, you know, so I think if, if you're dating someone around the same age as you, your mindset should be similar. And if it's not, you pretty much figure that out in conversation. Like, you know, I, I speak to females that won't even go out with you if you can't conduct the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. And that's, that's just me. Like, if you can't, you know, have an exchange for, you know, 30 minutes at the least mm-hmm. without saying, uh, or so how about uh, K. Michelle's butt falling out on what's her name? You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought she had those taken out. Oh, yeah. but anyway, never mind. Next. Sorry. <laughs> so, you know, it also depends on, you know, people's experiences because, you know, I, I, in my experience, certain females, they, they've been hurt or they only know how to be a savage when it comes to relationships. So they extend that into, you know, their quote unquote dating life. And then you, you actually end up creating a lot of, you know, butt hurt guys or savages themselves. So, you know, comprehension and conversation will kill all of that in the beginning and you won't have to worry about wasting time or going through a relationship that shouldn't have started in the first place knowledge exactly knowledge yeah that's that's gonna have to be another another podcast for another day Hey, I'm all for it. So I got, I, I got that looking out into the city, like, huh? 
<laughs> over here looking at the smokestacks coming up from the buildings like oh but yeah I um I really you know the guys here and the guys back in in DC I wouldn't necessarily say that they're different per se as far as their vibes but it's, there's there's a difference between the two and yeah. Which is odd because guys that I dated in DC were actually originally from New York. So, which is, yeah, I'm like, I didn't find that out till later. I'm like, oh, so that's why you act like that. Okay, makes sense now. So, yeah. It, it, I, I don't know. I ain't going to say nothing. Um. <laughs> Speak your truth. No, no. I, I was going to say it, it sounds like. Um, you like a, 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 a up north dude opposed to, you know, someone from the south? Nothing wrong from the south. Um, I think my issue with the guys that I uh, dated from the south was that they were, I would say, a little too slow for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was, really trying to, I was really trying to say that in, in a nice way. Um, but it's just like, when I say slow, like, okay, not only in their thinking, but just in life in general, like, what do you want? And actually I found, I found that here as well. Like, so it's not just a South or Southern thing, but what do you want to do with your life? How, like pushing you, helping you try to get to the next level. Like there are some guys that are like, you know what, Nicole, thank you for helping me, you know, not not necessarily like realized potential, but you know what? You're the only person that's like, you know, got me to go back to to the gym or got me reading or trying to move forward in my career or do something like that. That I can appreciate that more than you just settling for what you have and that being it. So like yourself, like you plainly stated that, hey, I wanted more than what I had at the time. Now, you can use that as a stepping stone until you get to the next level in your life, which is sure to come. But at least you're working towards that. You're not just get up, go to work, get up, go to work. And you have no drive or no ambition to do anything else in life. That's what I don't like. And I think that's what I experienced a lot with the, the men from South. Like, you know, oh, where do you want to go? What, you want to travel? What do you want to do with your life? Like, that's just, you know, but then you have the typical New York guy that's always about the hustle. I'm like, listen, you just, you're doing too much for me. You know, you got too much going on. Like, and then that became a little bit too much. Like, I just like, okay, you're too stable down in the South, but then in the North, you, you're not stable enough. Like you, you got your, you're doing way too much over here. And so it's like, I need the middle. You see what I'm saying? Like, too slow, too fast. I mean, a happy medium. <laughs> I mean, do you? I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just that's been my experience. Um, but I think ultimately, like people, people laugh at this sometimes. But you want somebody that's like your best friend. Like, you know, they used to say, oh, it's all about, it's about looks, it's about this, it's about that. And I'm like, nah, like, I've dated guys who were, um, some would say on the heavier side or, you know, the shorter side or, you know, oh, they too this, they too that. But I'm like, but you know what I liked about him? He treated me nicely. He treated me like the queen I am. I'm like you grow to learn to love that person and then it's like okay you're beautiful inside and out I could care how much you weigh or this that or the other like I, I could care less like about that you treated me nicely because I've I've been on the other side where guys that I found attractive in college wouldn't even give me the time of day because I was short in 
I was short and big, like from my, I was short and big, and now I've lost weight, and all of a sudden now you in my DMs, and I'm just like, I'm the same girl I was back then, but because the package is different now, I'm supposed to. So, so I've been on I've been on both sides of that. So that is just that detests to me on, on all accounts, and I cannot respect that because I've been on the receiving end of that hatred. So you dated someone shorter than you or? Yes. Yes. And it was terrible. He was nice, <laughs> but it was, it was terrible. And it was like a blind date kind of situation too. I was just like, hmm. like you nice and all, but it's like, I can't, all my cute little heels and stuff, like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yes, and I'm five two, and he had to be a smooth like five. And then even don't try to measure that. No, don't try. I'm because I'm six one. I'm trying to just. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Six one's nice. So uh, I know you got to go. I'm gonna ask this last question and. Uh, we're gonna close things up. So, what's the uh, what is the first place you want to go once the world, quote unquote, opens back up? I want to go to. This is a ah, locally or anywhere. Anywhere in the world. London. Okay. Yeah. London is a good place because they have a huge, like, you know, West Indies population. They have a huge, like, Black population that's untapped. Like, it's come out, you know, recently because of, you know, you know, you have this whole whole step thing going on over there. They have huge Haitian, Jamaican, African population over there. It's big there in London, um, but I would love to go there and experience that part just because it's it's not the United States. And um, something else I have been watching on on YouTube is like if you've ever noticed, a lot of times they have these places of like five places where blacks shouldn't travel, like because the experience is bad, or five places that it's safe for black people or even women in general. There's a certain place that black women shouldn't go to. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at a lot of places like that. Apparently they say Mexico is great, but I'm like, everybody's going to Mexico. Like, yeah, everybody, Ted Cruz went to Mexico. So it's not even good now. Like, I don't want to go there. Like he's made it funky. I don't even, I don't want to go there more. He's like, ooh, Cancun. I was like, no, it's not even cool no more. Like I didn't want to go to Cancun before and I sure as hell don't want to go now. Like he's contaminated the whole place. <laughs> and I don't care if he hears it. But yeah, like I would I wanna go I wanna go to the movies. Um I wanna be able to breathe, like go you to the rough some air. Yeah. Yes. I need I need to to can I say Go ahead. Raw dog some oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. Just solid. Don't make this uh, a meme. Just... I, why? Why would I do that? <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> I just I need to. I need the the rawness of air. I need to feel it on my face. I need to. I need to breathe. Like I just. I've been moisturizing, putting Vaseline on my lips. Like, I, mm, well, I just, I'm just like, I want to, yeah. And it's got to be summertime too. Come on, man. It's, the parks can be open. They have opened up. Somebody was telling me the other day they've, they're opening up the Barclays Center because, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, I'm not going to get into that, you know, they, 
they got you know they got a new new player on the team so uh -huh. <laughs> they got and they're doing good by the way but um they're going to be opening up the Barclays Center not for games but it's only going to be like maybe two three hundred people like it's very limited mm -hmm. so if you think about like so how much are you going to be charging these people to make it worth enough like to make it worth of, like okay as compared to filling the entire stadium I mean, unless you're selling them for like $10,000 a pop, those seats, is it, or are you just opening up half the, you know, like half court, you know, course playing with teams, like, I, I don't know how it's even going to be even worth opening up to that many people. And, but it's good. And then I was like, how many people are going to try to get those tickets? Are they going to do like a, a draw? to sell tickets, like a, you know, lottery or something, like, everything's going to be limited, but now here, they're opening up restaurants, it was at 25%, now it's at 35% capacity, so that's nice, um, but, I mean, we'll see, that's, I mean, that's honestly what I want to do, I want to go back to living life as normal, I want to walk outside and feel the air, the breeze, through what hair I have left. That's it. That sounds. I, I can't sounds about alone. This, about this, this two-year-old above me, I swear his name is Thor. He stumps around the baby, and it's you know you think the baby was like like a little chunky kid, it's not. But the baby is like feed five old fun. And it's like, you walk around, I'm like, I can hear you. It's... I'm ready to move. I'm, I... <laughs> I never had, I will say this, I never had this issue in D.C. I never had this issue in D.C. Well, well, come on back. And um, we we would love to have you back. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely like to hang out with you because you, you seem like cool folks. You know, you might want to try that's what I've been told. I, I, I will say I thought about it. I have definitely, like, you know, I sit alone in my room staring at the walls. I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> All right, cool, James. I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> nah, like, you know, um, I, I contemplated that, actually, like, coming back to D.C. Like, I still, I still, you know, go back there every once in a while. Um, I thought about it, but I was like, I made the change and the transition for a purpose. Like I made it to a year. Let's see how much longer I can get. Even though it's only three hours away, like it's still a transition in my life from going someplace where I lived for over 10 years to this. Um, I just want, I want to see how I do. I've been doing pretty good here, but when I came, it was like, it was pandemic, like literally the pandemic had just started. So I want to have an opportunity to enjoy everything here and see my family. Like I haven't been able to see a lot of them because a lot of them are older individuals. And I personally, because of what I do for a living, I don't feel comfortable going into their homes. So all I could do is, you know, call FaceTime and do stuff like that. But at some point I would like to see my family. I would like to go back to church at some point too when can but you know we had communion on zoom last month it was very interesting if you've ever tried to do communion on zoom it's, um, yeah. did they door dash the crackers like <laughs> no <laughs> actually these little these little matzah crackers and what what the Christians call it, the, the Martinelli's juice, it's like the fake wine. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had that. And with the, it was basically, it tastes like stale bread. That's all it was. It's literally stale bread, stale cracker, unleavened bread. Um, but yeah, we did that. It was cool, you know, it's the only time I get to see like my family. I still, my cousin still lives there. She's in uh, Laurel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I still see my uh, my cousin. She uh, lives there in Laurel. I got to check up on her, see how she's doing. You need to 
get on her page too. She's a singer. You definitely need, need to have her on. Um, she's she's a nurse, but um, she has her master's in music therapy. Mm-hmm. So it was her. She's she's a musician. She sings, plays piano, guitar, all that. Um, she's actually on one of Oakwood's albums um, that they put out. Um, but she sings at the um, Washington National Cathedral. Okay. Times too. She does. So she does like a lot of those types of things, um, the Christmas program and all that stuff. And when they had the uh, day prayer, uh, International Prayer Day, um, that you know the all of the White House and all of stuff do it. Like they do all that there. Um, she was a part of that. They had the ensemble there. Um, and so she's somebody that is really, you would really like to, and be lovely. Her, her whole spirit, her aura is just like, it makes you feel happy. Like, I love my cousin, Jasmine. She's the best. Um, not in no shade to all my other cousins, but she <laughs> I was like, let me put that out there. I was like, I love all my cousins. But I love Jasmine because she she and I grew up together because we're closer in age. All my other cousins are like either like five, six years older than I am. So growing up together, she and I were close in age and we were closer together, like as far as distance wise. So we we hung out more. I saw her more. So that's why we're closer than probably me and my other cousins because I grew up at the same time and we're Closer, closer in age so um she combined her love for medicine and her love for music and decided to do music therapy so it's awesome um seeing what music can do for your soul your spirit your body um and i think she's somebody you know you would definitely definitely get a lot of information out of. I've, I've even gotten some information from her about treating patients with music, oral surgery, like she's given me so much resources, even for myself, out of her career, for even though for what I do. So she's she's an awesome person. She definitely look her up. Her name is Jasmine Jacobs. Did you have to go get your test today? So yeah. Yeah. Turn. Okay, so send me your profile. You and this, um, you and this mic. I'm sorry? You and this mic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So send me her profile and let her know I'll be hitting her up. You know. Okay. Yeah. Is that uh, a real mic? I'm sorry. Is that a real mic? Yeah. Testing. Testing. One, two, three. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. It's just. I they so they really make them that small. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the link. Please. Okay. Like for real, because ever since I saw that thing with Tahir mm-hmm. on the, I've been very skeptical because it, it actually turned out to be a writing pen and he was faking it like it was a mic. No. Nah. they're the same size. Yeah, it's, this, is, this isn't a pen, it's a microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank Sorry. you for clarifying that because I was slightly worried. Yeah. This has been dope. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This 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 is been... worse than you thought. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually um, uh, you surprised me more than I thought. And really, yes, with the information you provided and um, just your your genuine spirit, I was just like, wow. I'm so glad I hit her up and I got her on the show because this this was actually. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's it really dope, you know, so. Well, praise the Lord. God is good. Bless him. Bless my child. Bless <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Mama knows. Mama knows. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, so. I can rub your head. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. It's going to be all right, baby. It's going to be all right. Well, you're going to have to reach out if you, yeah. you know. Oh, you mean reach out? Like, oh, I'm was... reach out because you, you know. Oh yeah. You got a step and stool. Takes one. <laughs> Takes one. I remember. I remember. <laughs> but yeah, I um definitely, definitely. I got that's your email address that you. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So um, I'll send you the, uh, the information. And definitely, if I make the decision to come back, um, I will hit you up if I need, if I ever decide to come back to D.C., which, eh. Or just visit, you know. Or just visit, yeah. I do come back once a, once a week, but it's only to work. Mm. And it's like a day trip. I come back, see some patients at my office where I used to work, and then I come back up here. Okay. So, yeah. so uh, did you want to plug your social media or anything like that? I don't have LinkedIn. I don't have Facebook. Facebook is of the devil. <laughs> Not for real, I don't have Facebook. There's studies out there that talk about Facebook. Unless it's for business purposes, it's unproductive. And half the people lie on there anyway. They claim, oh, we just went to Hawaii and my marriage is perfect. They went to the beach around the corner and they got divorced last week. None of it's true. None of it's true. They went to Orchard Beach, which was terrible here in New York, or Coney Island, the equivalent. I'm going to Coney Island here without the hot dogs. And yeah. <laughs> and them ain't even her kids. So don't believe the hype, as they say. Do not believe the hype. But that's why. And I just back, got back on Instagram. Because did you look at my photos? Did you see the big gap between like some of them were like back in 2016 and then before that? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. So you see what I'm saying? I'm not on there that much. I just recently kind of, you know, bibbling and dabbling, you know. But yes, my um the <laughs> the one little Instagram I do have, can can I Yes. <laughs> it is <laughs> don't it's Nick you know it. You can put it on there. I, mm-hmm. I it's Nikki underscore loves underscore you, and that's Nikki spelled N I C C I. You can um, you can tell when public school failed somebody. It's not it's not common. What you trying it, to say? It happened. Hey, I think I think we're alike. So you know, same boat. I feel like you're trying to say something. I'm, thought, I'm trying to say it's been a pleasure having you on. Is that not? It's an <laughs> underscore, right? Yeah, that's that's right. Every, everything you said was right. It's just your your struggle was like so to hearish. I was like, it, it's 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 spreading via Zoom via YouTube. <laughs> well, no, it's just I was trying to find it. I don't know how to navigate well through this. I was trying to find my name on here and I didn't know because I don't really be giving out in my stuff like that. So I was trying to find where it actually was on here where I could spell it out for you correctly. Because I was going to say N-I-C-K-I, but then I'm glad I looked it up to see how I actually wrote it on here, N-I-C-C-I, or else, you know, people would have got the wrong information. Why you play so much? Um, like, why you, you? I'm, I'm going to send you a link. How to use social media? Um, it's a that five minute video. It's a five minute video on YouTube. Really? Three minutes of it is the. But nah, I was just playing. Um, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, you really gonna send it? Oh, I was like, oh, for real, thank you. Listen, I'm. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I'm I'm gullible sometimes. I'm like, oh, for real, you gonna send it to me so I know how to work it? Thank you. God bless you and your spirit. If, yes. If if you ever have a question, feel free to hit me up, and I'll try. If I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little versed when it comes to social media, so if I if I don't have the answer, I can get it for you probably quicker than you could. Yes, because I just figured out how to send. I didn't know that you could send multiple pictures at once, or the videos. Like this is stuff I'm just figuring out on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the host, the Land of a Legend, a.k.a. Big T. And that was my friend, Nicole Johnson, uh, admittance of, um, you know, Mm -hmm. social media, um, kicking her behind. 
Mm. So, <laughs> Very much so. But I have had a wonderful time speaking to this young lady. Um, This has been dope and so informative, and I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Brush your teeth. Everybody brush your teeth. Yeah. And and your tongue. A lot of bacteria lives on your tongue as well. That's why you got the white coat. It ain't white from what you think it is, but it's white from bacteria and biofilm. Yeah. Um, I think that you should you should do some instructional videos. I can show you how to do it, you, and you can record them and post them, and it, it won't take long. And I think it'll it'll help. It'll help a lot. You know what? I think that'd be good. I think that I think that would be good. And I'm everybody get a Sonicare toothbrush. They have a new brand out that's comparable price wise to the Quip toothbrush but it's an actual electronic toothbrush all right yeah um. and and and, and, and either use act mouthwash or plaques p-l-a-x or act a-c-t listerine is only good for germs that cause bad breath okay and it has the least amount of fluoride in it plaques okay plaques is an old school mouthwash that you know you grandparents would have used but it's the best out there it's just kind of hard to find because it's, it's an old one hmm. but act is act is a good close comparison to plaques if you know act is easier to find you can find that at your local bodega or corner store yes i can't with you <laughs> i'm just i'm I'm trying to help the people. So when when the world opens back up, I do not want you to have the breath that is said tart. Because when you take the mask off, I don't need. Listen, you got a lot of the, the facial hair here. I don't want to see you, and then my breath burns your facial hair off, and it's singed. So I, it was nice speaking with you. <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> This was wonderful. Thank you. You made my day. You have no idea. Like I was telling all my people, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never done a podcast. I was like, what do I look like? And all this stuff. And I was just like, you know, and they don't see my eyebrows. I got a pimple right here. And I was like, you know, I was in the mirror this morning like, eh. and I was just, I was like, I don't want him to see me looking like this. And I, I made sure I brushed my teeth twice this morning. And I was like, I want you to see, you know. And so I just, thank you. You made this less like, I was nervous, but you cool. You cool as a fan. You cool as the other side of the pillow. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. I I appreciate that. That's my goal for, you know, all my interactions in life. So hopefully, that trends as time go by but this has been another installment of the i can't make this up podcast i can't with a k make this up you can find me everywhere podcasts are available i'm also on youtube facebook instagram and twitter all right please don't forget to like share and subscribe follow if you can and um let me get your comments on this episode because um, I'm looking forward to see uh, what people thought and and about the information that was given. I thought it was pretty dope, and I'm glad that this happened. So I hope you are too. And until next time, peace.